Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. It's hour two live in Los Angeles. It is the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, iHeartRadio, uh, Fox Sports Radio, FS1, good to be here. J Mac, Kenny Smith stopping by today. I just got into his book. I'm about uh, 50, 60% done in his book. He's got great Barkley stories. He and Barkley early on, interesting. Uh, Michael Jordan stories. Two? Kenny Smith's got Michael Jordan oh, stories. Oh, Michael Jordan, us. I love only dimly familiar with his game. Yeah. Every time I say LeBron is the best player in NBA history no. on the show, the LeBron sycophants come after me. You're, you're too young. You didn't see Jordan, J-Mac. These people don't know, like... <laughs> okay. NBA fans are something else, Cal. The line tonight for the Lakers-Warriors, what is it? I, I think I saw three earlier. Lakers favored up. by three. Who are you taking? I would take the Warriors, but I think it's... Listen, if it's... Is, is the dynasty ending tonight? Mmm, down to two and a half yeah, in the I desert. The, I think the wise guys are betting the Warriors tonight. How many times can you... Last series, had them buried. Last year in the playoffs, had them buried. These are the moments they usually have this sort of reservoir. Yeah. They just got a last punch. Don't they appear to lack urgency at times? You're watching them game three, you're like, they're just, they're just out there playing like playground basketball. Really loose. And then this is not a game where you're going to be loose. This is going to be one of those games. That, by the way, they announced the referee for tonight's game. This is a massive brush fire on the internet right now. Scott Foster, captain of the ref shows. Uh, Chris Paul notoriously could never win a game with but, Scott Foster. But he was good with Steph. He's been good with Steph, but he's also been very good for home teams. Laker fans have all the numbers. It's a little over the top. <laughs> Scott, my, my buddy who's a season ticket holder is like nervous about the game because of Scott Foster. People are crazy. It, Listen, it's the NBA playoffs, man. People are fired up. And uh, the numbers, the ratings, Colin. Have been Huge. massive. Yeah. yeah, Warrior fans, stop arguing about free throws. When you shoot threes, you don't create contact. The Warriors were last in the league in free throw attempts. The Lakers were first in the league. Why? Not because of the Lakers, because they can't shoot. 
So the Lakers have to go to the basket to get points because they don't have any shooters. If you put Klay Thompson on the Lakers, they'd be about the 10th highest. And if you put Anthony Davis on the Warriors, these teams will be much closer on free throws. So that's why. The Warriors don't get to the free throw line. So now the disparity sometimes is, but when you have the best and the worst at anything, the disparity is going to be significant. Yeah. Draymond Green, your guy. Rough game three, Colin. Hey. It's a big one for him. Big one for his uh, podcast future. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Colin right, Colin wrong in a Monday. Here we go. Where Colin was right. I've been saying this in the last week or two. This is not LeBron's team. This is Anthony Davis's team. When he plays great, they always win. When LeBron plays very effectively, they can still get blown out. Saturday, AD was 11 of 12 at the line, 13 rebounds, 4 or 5 blocks, 25 points, 70% field goal percentage. This, this is AD's team. When he is dominant and efficient, they win the games, often by blowout. Where Colin was wrong. What year is it? 2014? What the hell's going on with James Harden? I think, you know, I said he's a role player most of this year. This is the best version of James Harden in his career in the playoffs. The guy's been unbelievable. He's got just the right amount of alpha. He's fearless. um, And he's not getting to the free throw line. If you know his career, he was a guy that got to the free throw line to score his points. He's not really getting to the free throw line. It feels like Maxi will be in this role more so next year. He's an ascending young guy, and Harden's like, hey, I'm the vet. I'm going to take it over. Uh, But I I did not see this coming. Where Colin was right. The Celtics lose another close game. Deep in the emotional psyche of the Celtics, there is self-doubt. End of regulation. End of overtime. Why can't they get the ball to the right players? Marcus Smart's an excellent player. Everybody would love to have him. But he should be a fourth option on this team late. It should go Tatum, Jalen Brown, even a Brogdon, a White, somebody that's a shooter. Can't Marcus Smart continually getting the shot? He's known as a defensive stopper. Where Colin was wrong. I didn't think once Chris Paul got hurt, I thought Phoenix was done. Now they've even the series. I didn't know Devin Booker would become the greatest player in the history of the world, shooting 79% from the field. They have no depth. I don't think now they can win this series with Chris Paul being out. But I will say Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are an excellent tandem. Neither needs the ball in their hands, although Booker at times can have it, and both can give you 35 points. Where Colin was right? I didn't think the Knicks would win a playoff series, but they're being undone, unraveled here in the second series, and that's with Jimmy Butler not at 100% and the Heat having four undrafted players. The bottom line is they're an effort team. An effort wins you a lot of games in the regular season. It doesn't win you a ton of playoff games because everybody plays hard. Julius Randle is a three or maybe a four on a championship team. These guys need him as a two. I love Jalen Brunson. I love their size and their length. But the bottom line is Julius Randle in the playoffs is a 15, 16 point a game guy. He can't be your two. Where Colin was wrong. The Lakers are giving a much, much better effort than I thought they would. They're the opposite of the Warriors stylistically. But I'll be honest. They have 19 blocks in the series. They're giving Golden State nothing around the rim. Uh, D'Lo was very effective in Game 3. Klay Thompson's been totally hot and cold. And Darvin Ham, 
you got to give this rookie defensive head coach credit. Darvin Ham, it was his chess move. He made the right moves. Two of the three games, the Lakers defense has shut this Warrior team down. Where Colin was right? The over-unders came out last week, and the Jets was nine and a half. That's more line. That's kind of in line with my thinking. They're going to be a nine or a ten win team. Not 11, not 12, not 13. Listen, Aaron Rodgers' history is, like Tom Brady, he doesn't, like LeBron, he doesn't love young guys. He wants veteran guys around him. And the Jets' offense, Brees Hall's a kid. Their young receivers are kids. Their O-line's got some youth. I don't know if they have a great coach or not. We have to wait and see. Um, their offensive line should be better than next year because it has to be healthier, but it's still a little uneven and not great. The Jets, in terms of over and under, feel about nine, nine and a half to me is the right number. Everybody's got them in the Super Bowl, and I think that's uh, too much rose-colored optimism, rose-colored glasses. Colin Wright, Colin Wrong on a Monday. Kenny Smith uh, is around the corner. Got a new book out. Of course, he's on with Shaq and Charles. And uh, the great uh, Ernie Johnson, so they'll be kind of, he'll be coming around the corner. Uh, so tonight, Warriors, Lakers. Who do you got? I'll go Warriors, one seventeen to one ten. Little high scoring. Um, can I give Darvin Ham some props? I forgot because we bashed him last week. No, no, no. How about wait, the move? Well, I bashed him. How about the move of Jared Vanderbilt onto Draymond Green? Draymond is the primary screener. So now you can't scream with Draymond because you're going to put Vanderbilt, your best defender, on Curry. It was a stroke of genius from him, and it really worked. Also, the Lonnie Walker move. I've been calling for him for months on this show. You love You know I love Lonnie Walker. He plays him, and Walker was like like an injection into that offense. They look spry. They're faster on the wing. We're getting close. If the Lakers pull this off, Kyle, and LeBron back to the finals. Well, timeout, timeout. Who, oh, he's got to be Denver. You're right. He's got to be Denver. Whoever wins this series, just a heads up what's going to happen in a week. The Warriors are old. The Lakers' two stars are older and a little brittle. So you're going to come off. Lakers-Warriors is going to be eight. If the Warriors win tonight, it's probably going six, seven. So seven. Seven. An exhaustive series. Exhausting. If Denver wins the next two games, I think they will. They're going to go home and wait four or five days fully rested for an old team to show up, Warriors or Lakers, in high altitude. So just know right now, the Denver Nuggets are going to have a 1-0 series lead in the Western Conference Finals. They're either, they're either getting an old, and by the way, Golden State, if you go look at their track record in game one, they feel it out. Home or away, it's a feel-out game for them. They, they lost game one of the Kings... And they lost game one. To the Lakers. Yeah, that's a good point. So they tend to be a feel-out team. Remember last year, Celtics? They kind of feel you out early. So Denver is probably going to get a sense of who they want to prepare for. And the Lakers, with LeBron playing back-to-back, you know, they're they're only one day off, then they would go to Denver. Remember, Mm. Denver's like 7,000 feet. But wait, i got to ask, uh, are you feeling shaken at all in your Denver confidence? Are you wavering at all? no. Denver. How about the moves Monty Williams made? Uh, he, listen, these coaches have really well, delivered. No, Monty he, got he his shooters in. He basically said, Torrey Craig and uh, whoever, uh, Wayne Wright and these guys, like, you're coming off. We're just going to go with guards and sham it. Yep. Four threes in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, he, had, he was like a DNP coach's decision earlier in the series. So what wins in the regular season doesn't win in the postseason. So Monty Williams said, our bench, 
get small and crank up the yeah, threes. 42 points from their bench. And by the way, Jock Landale, who we mentioned last week, He's he lo- looked better than Aiton yesterday, did he not? He reminds me of Logan Paul if Logan Paul was 6'11". <laughs> Energy, he's not backing down from Jokic. He's like going at him, and Aiton kind of doesn't want the smoke. I'm just loving the basketball, man. It's so good. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. In all my years of broadcasting, uh, two pre- and post-game shows stand out above the rest. One of them's the one here at Fox on Sundays during the football season. The other is inside the NBA on TNT. It's often better than the games. And the adult on that set, Ernie and Kenny Smith, the Jet. Two titles, got a new book called Stories of People Who Made Me. I'm over halfway through it. It's got. There's a lot of stories in this. What I found fascinating. Let's start with the Barkley story. So I love Charles, but I remember Charles as a player. He could be inappropriate. He was very emotional. Um, it was like Draymond Green with a jumper. Uh, that we had. You had all sorts of stuff. And you initially would not bow down to Charles. You held him kind of accountable on his words and his actions. And I want you to talk a little bit about that because you're right about it. Well, you know, first, thanks for having me. And, you know, it's, it's just a great, for me, it was a therapeutic thing. But at the same time, I, you know, I, I looked at it and I said, man, 
I've had some, I've been blessed to be around some great people. So it's a tell all book, but it's about all the great things I learned from them. So instead of a chapter, Colin, it's like each chapter is named after Charles or, or Dean Smith or Bill Russell, you know, great businessmen that I met that I just didn't real. I thought it was commonplace to be around this many great people. And, and then I realized it wasn't. So I wanted people at the end of this to go, man, I feel better about myself after I read this. And I learned, man, that's why that was successful for me, because here's what champions do. And I wanted to in, in flex that. And then Charles is like, he. I think he just brought the voice to sports media like that hadn't been before. And when I say the voice, I'm talking about the voice of like political voice, a social conscious voice that really hadn't been there since Muhammad Ali. Um, and he brought that to me because most of the time people just ask me about, hey, what the game is. But now they'll ask me about everything under the sun. And we do that even on our basketball show. Yeah. You have a story about Michael Jordan. You were both coached by the great legendary Dean Smith. And you, you talk about a story at two in the morning. Uh, and I want you to share that with the audience. Uh, well, with, with, uh, with Michael, you know, we, 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 with, with the happened at the University of North Carolina, when you're on the road, you know, with, um, as a freshman, you always room with an upperclassman. So I would either room with him, with, with Sam Perkins, Michael Jordan, or Buzz Peterson on every road trip. And so at night, you just sit and you, you talk about your dreams and your aspirations. And so all of the things that you learn or want to be. So you, you hear a 19-year-old Michael Jordan, you know, talking to a 17-year-old Kenny Smith. <laughs> and so you can only imagine the, the aspirations that we both had, you know. And, and so for me, learning knowing that those things that he was saying at 19 would be so profound to what it is today that I would tell my, my 20 year old and 25 year old kids, like, this is what you need to be to be successful in life or being a champion. It's, it's just astounding to that. He knew those things at 19. Yeah. You know, um, when you look at your life, you're from Queens and uh, then you go to the you get to Carolina in this this legacy with Dean Smith. Uh, you gave up. Uh, you could have played more, and you decided I'm going to pivot to broadcasting. You're on a set with the most outspoken guy, Barkley. Uh, one of the funnier guys, Shaq, the great Ernie Johnson. One of the things I like about your show is, and I've been on shows kind of like this, pre and post game shows. It looks like you're just making it up as you go, and I know there's some production in it. But how much of it's just we're like I I mean I listen I saw pictures of you the other day and I'm very proud of what I what I, yeah, anyway so the point being is they're giving you <laughs> they're giving you crap about those pictures and I'm thinking oh they're going to give Kenny a lot of smoke because of that is it planned is it not planned well we're unscripted you know honestly we're unscripted and um, I think the one thing that when we say unscripted there are production and there's production meeting they do a great job of producing the show. But at the same time of producing the show, you have to have your talent be talented. Like the great Dean Smith once said to me one time, well, yeah, he asked him, what, you think you're a good coach? He's like, yeah, I'm a great coach. I could draw a play up for the two guards and set pick for the for the power forward, throw it inside to the power forward, and that's when recruiting takes over. <laughs> and so, you know, that's what happens with us. There's a point in the show that recruiting has to take over. And you have to trust that we're good enough to get it done. And um, 
I think that there's nothing that's going to happen on a basketball court that Charles, myself, or Shaq haven't seen, heard, or been part of. So we're always going to have something that covers it. And I never know what Charles is going to say. He never knows what I'm going to say um, or do. But the one thing we do, uh, Colin, we listen. Yeah. We listen to each other. And we don't have preconceived notes that we have to say, oh, I got to get this point. No. If you say something great, we're going to acknowledge it. You say something stupid, we're going to cut you off right in the middle of it. <laughs> right. Now, you played, um, you know this well, because you got a couple titles with the Rockets. And what happens with great teams is they age. Sometimes management moves off players. Sometimes you have to bridge a gap between the young guys and the old guys. So when I watch your Rockets team and the Warriors team, you've been there. You win titles. You're getting a little long in the tooth. Management wants to get cheaper and get young guys in. There's that little battle. And all year long, I feel like the Warriors have been trying to bridge the gap, young guys and old guys. And here we are in the playoffs, and they don't trust the young guys again. So let me ask you, are you surprised? I don't think the Warriors are a championship team this year. Do you? I think they have the ability to be a championship team only because, you know, they have the the, the the experience, obviously, but they're playing against LeBron, who has experience as well. Because, you know, when they was like, Sacramento Kings are going to beat them, I was like, not in a game seven. And it was like, why? You know, these young guys don't have any idea that they're in a game seven. I'm like, yes, they do. When you when the first time you're driving a car for 100 miles an hour, you go, this is a little faster. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I, I know this is different. Like, it's a little different. And so that experience makes you calm. And so... You know, that calmness that Steph Curry has, that calmness that, you know, Clay plays with, it does allow you to get through series. Um, now, how far can it go is going to be dictated on the supporting cast of guys who can take you through holes the nights that you don't have it. Right. So can can Kaminga come in and give you a 15-rebound a game with 11 points? Can Looney give you a 22-rebound game? to get you through the hole on the nights when you're 9 for 21. And and, th- and that night they couldn't. So that's the difference between your youth and your and your experience meeting in, in the middle. Um, Kenny Smith joining at the new book out, Talk of Champions. Let's show it again. Stories of the people who made me. It's released tomorrow. All sorts of good stuff. Barkley stories, MJ stories, Shaq stories, Dean Smith stuff. I'm about halfway through it. It's fantastic. A lot to learn here. A memoir. So I, I said this earlier on today's show. Um, I The one thing about the Sixers is Doc Rivers is an alpha. You know Doc. Harden's an alpha. Embiid's an alpha. Maxie is. I think the Celtics are better constructed, but there's so much self-doubt when I watch him. Harden, I, James Harden still thinks he, he's the best basketball player in the world every time the ball's in his hands, and there's something to say for that in the playoffs. He's a shot maker, and he wants the shot. Aren't you a little worried that this Celtics team with these core five and six guys, Kenny, we're in year five or six of this, and I still at the end of the shot clock at the end of games, I don't trust them. Isn't that concerning? Well, let's start here, though. You know, arguably, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown has been the winningest duo in, 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 in basketball the last six years. Those guys have been to the Eastern Conference Finals multiple times. They've been to the NBA Finals. Uh, they are the winningest duo within the last six years by far. Um, so the only the only caveat to the equation is now 
new coaching. So, you know, you have a guy who was there before, you know, this is their third coach with it, with that much success. Right. You know, Brad Stevens is in there. Then he moves on. Then you get Emi Adoka. He moves on. And now you have, a, now you have another coach. So the only constant has been these two guys have gotten his teams there. You've had Kyrie Irving there. You've had other, you had Isaiah Thomas there at the point guard position. But the two constants, these are the winningest duo, man. And I don't put anything by them. Um, I, I, I believe in the Celtics because I believe in those two guys um, more than anything. So I, I still have the Celtics moving on because of those two guys have not let me down in the last six years. Can you be a superstar like Anthony Davis and be and play 55 games a year? What do you make of that? I mean, is that is that the new load management era, which I don't love? Where do you classify AD in the superstar pantheon of all those great players? Well, uh, he, no, he is a superstar, you know, in, in, in the true sense of the word. You know, the amount of games now, honestly, 82 games is too many to play. Honestly, right. I played 82. In my, in my back and my knees, you see the way I run to the board. That's from, <laughs> that's from 82 games, brother. Like, that's too many, man. My body's, your body's not built to that. The only thing that I always find interesting with AD is like, you know, let's, let's take it in music. If you watch, you go to an Usher concert and you see the guy and he's, he's dancing on skates and he's hitting every note. And you know, that's on Monday. And you go to that show on Wednesday and he falls on his skates and he's not hitting. And you'd be like, wait a minute. I literally just saw him hit every note. He's like, what are you talking about? So for me, when I watch Anthony Davis, I'm always surprised that he has games where he, he doesn't hit the notes. Like, and that's incredible for a guy who every single night has an advantage. He's the most skilled big. He's going to be the most athletic at certain times. He's going to have so many different things. And at times, if you and especially in a series, Colin, when you play against a guy on Monday and then you play against Wednesday, you have the same advantage. That's why a lot of guys, you should never pay a player off of a series because, yes, he has a, a, an advantage against that guy, and he might not have it against the other 18 teams in the league that right. made the playoffs. So, like, you, you always like, – I look at him and go, man, he has the advantage on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but not Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. That doesn't make sense to me. That's the part that never makes sense to me. Yeah. Kenny Smith, two-time champ, inside the NBA on TNT, a must-watch show. Shaq, Charles, Ernie, and Kenny. It's a memoir, talk of champions, stories of the people who made me. Just a class guy, and you have been your entire career. I saw him at the airport in L.A. a couple weeks ago, and I thought, don't get in – don't get in the way of the jet, baby. He still moves fast. He's rushing to a plane. Don't get in the way of the jet. Great seeing you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, brother. See you later. Thanks right. for having me. All right. Kenny Smith, good guy. Um, I'm so fired up for tonight. And probably wants to go out. It's like, nope. Clarity, no cocktail night. Got to see, got to see the game. I'm, I'm, I'm up for that responsibility. Tonight. Tough to have f- fire takes when you're not clear-eyed, right? It's, it's a little difficult. It is. Can't, you know, it's unfortunate. When playoffs are just getting in the way of my Such life. Such is life. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? 
I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit CCP. PG.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Saturday, it's a showcase of some of MLB's biggest stars as Manny Machado leads the Padres against rival Mookie Betts and the Dodgers. Or the defending world champion Astros battle Tim Anderson and the White Sox Saturday at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on Fox. By the way, you just had a very interesting nugget here. I, mean, so this is- I like the Warriors tonight by about seven, six or seven points. You said you like the Warriors tonight. So yeah. J-Mac's got an interesting nugget. So this is courtesy of, you know, Marcus Thompson of, course, of the Athletic. He's very yeah. good. He's very close with Curry. I think he did a book with him. In the, the last eight times in the playoffs, the Warriors have lost a playoff game by 15 or more. They've won the following game. And now game six at home against the Kings, they lose by 19 Bounce back with the win. Last year against the Celtics, they lose game three big in the finals. Bounce back game four. They got blasted Saturday night by 30. Do they bounce back and win game four? Now, if there's anyone that's going to end that streak, it's got to be LeBron James, right? (laughs) Ah! Oh, the drama. J-Mac with the news. No, no, no. Turn on the news! 
This is the Herdline News. So Steve Kerr uh, has spoken with the media about that blowout loss. He talked about the second quarter. I don't know if you remember this. The Warriors were up 40-29 to 29 in the second quarter. They played really well. And Moses Moody hit a three, and there's all these groans like, oh my gosh, it's one of those days. And the Warriors just fell apart after that. Just threw the ball around, sloppy. Here's Steve Kerr about what happened. That point from in the mid-second quarter, you know, we, we had control of the game. We were in, in pretty good shape, and uh, that's when we lost, uh, you know, lost our poise. I, I think we might have had four technicals in the first half, um, and uh, twelve turnovers at halftime. So, you know, you're, you're on the road. Uh, you're going against a great team, a great defensive team uh, in particular, and um, you know. The, you know the crowd is going to be into it. Um, got to be, got to be more poised than we were. Yeah, they just fell apart. Draymond got all feisty with the refs and people. You know, it, it is interesting the difference between the regular season and postseason. The Knicks in the regular season effort team hit a ceiling. The Warriors could not win a road game in the regular season. Go to Sacramento mm-hmm. twice and win. So, this is a classic example of especially for quality teams like Miami, their culture, Golden State, their culture. Be very careful about doubting them. There's the, the Talent has real ceilings. We've seen Cleveland fall apart. Sacramento can't get through a playoff series. Milwaukee is done. It, the, these playoffs are... It, it's the only sport of all our professional leagues. I mean, baseball's always been about pitching, regular season, postseason. NFL, got to have a great quarterback, situationally good on defense. NBA regular season, it's just too many games, load management, you get fooled constantly. Yeah. What's your best guess as to what Kerr does in the starting lineup, right? I don't think Jermichael Green is going to be starting again. He, he looked bad. He got a technical from the bench in that second quarter. They, they're going to go away from that. Do they bring back Looney? Do they try Jordan Poole to get him unlocked earlier? He was great in game one. has been kind of rough well, since. We know Klay Thompson will play better and Draymond will play better. They have to. One would hope. Yes. Um, Jordan Poole, can he can he give us game two? So, you know, I think one of the things that the Lakers are doing, um, they don't shoot threes particularly well. So last game between these two, the Warriors shot poorly on threes. If the Warriors shoot to their season average on threes, they win the game. The problem is the Lakers are the best defensive team in the league, and there's a lot of long athletes. They've got great length advantages. So I kind of feel like Anthony Davis is going to give us a great game and okay. Great game, okay. That signals to me it's a six or a seven game series. Just because you don't get back-to-back greatness. You do from Steph. You do from Embiid. You do... But with Anthony Davis, if he's great, they're great. And I, I don't think tonight he'll be dominant. This series, the way it was scheduled, one day's rest. I mean, LeBron had zero points in the first quarter last game. He didn't even take a shot, I don't think. No, yeah, I mean, it's just, so it's just, this 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 thing's going to be about spurts and spacing and who's got more energy late in the second half. Warriors are going to need a third guy because D'Angelo Russell showed up, man. He had the first nine points of the game. Yeah. He was aggressive. Dare I say, he was cooking whoever was trying to guard him. D'Angelo Russell. And if Clay ain't showing up and it's just the Wiggins and Curry show, Warriors are going to be in trouble. I think the guy to keep an eye on tonight, Dante DiVincenzo. Um, hasn't played great in this series. They're going to need him. Uh, better defender than Poole for sure. Um, gosh, it's going to be a good one. Uh, next up, Justin Fields. Let's go to the Chicago Bears. Um, I think they lost 10 games in a row at one point. Yeah. You, uh, 
where are you on Justin Fields? Do you love him, like him? 60-40, he's going to make it. Big athlete, but he's a classic YouTube player. Cam Newton had a little bit of this, whereas YouTube highlights were unbelievable. Yeah. But you got to give me 64% completion. So the spectacular part of Justin Fields, I don't doubt. But he's got to get the layups down. And Well, the layups hopefully will come from a second year with offensive coordinator Luke Getzey. Yes. Right? First year, you're adjusting. And um, they've upgraded their offensive pieces significantly. Yeah, I think DJ Moore, uh, who they kind of stole. Robert Tanya. They have two legit tight ends. Now they have three legitimate receivers. Claypool from last year. Mooney and DJ Moore. That's And the, their tight end wide receiver group. It's upgraded. I, it's not, it, it's it, not elite. No, but it's somewhere between 10 and 15. It's like, these are real players. Wow, that that might be a bridge too far for me. It's improved, let's just say, from the cellar dwelling. Um, So, you know, offensive coordinator Luke Getze said he's seen a lot of improvement and that Fields is light years ahead of where he was last year at this time. Bears or Packers, who finishes higher in the NFC North? Well, I saw a story today that Jordan Love looked significantly better. Oh, come on. Everybody looks better in May. There's no pressure. Yeah, New England has yet to say a nice thing about Mac Jones in three years. Well, maybe he's not He's maybe he's not good in May. Well, uh, I'm just saying that uh, I'm going to take Detroit wins it narrowly over Minnesota. Both make the playoffs. Packers miss at 9-8 and eight or 8-9. Eight and nine. Bears win about 7-8. to eight. So you have Packers over the Bears. I do. Vegas has those two teams with the same win total. I know. Is that interesting to you? Well, I like having an offensive coach, a better offensive line. By the way, Packers last year, did they make the playoff? I I forgot. No. No, they didn't. They were the number one seed the year prior. They also had a very, very strong draft with two excellent, two of the three best tight ends, arguably, and a good young receiver. You know who's going to stick it to the Packers? Aaron Rodgers when he's dotted Every with the Jets. I, for years when I criticized the Packers, you hate Aaron. Now when I say I don't think they'll be terrible, they'll be okay, you still hate Aaron. How about I just call it like I see it? I called Aaron needy seven years ago, and now you all admit he's needy. I think Jordan Love's interesting. I think it's a very good organization. They remind me a little bit of the Steelers, where they, they just fundamentally are always competitive. They draft and develop well. They don't overspend in free agency. They're very similar. One AFC, one NFC, big brands, smart people, well run, um, with some drama. Ben Favre, Aaron at quarterback. A lot of drama at quarterback. Okay. Uh, final story is Jordan Love taking over as QB1. Finally, we've been waiting for him forever. Still questions about how he's going to perform as a full-time starter. Matt LaFleur, so confident in Love's abilities. Um, he's made huge strides. Huge. Credits quarterback coach Tom Clements for his impact on Jordan Love's growth. Colin, this is all a little bit silly. Like, everybody's got to hype their quarterback now. Getsy with Fields, uh, LaFleur with Jordan Love. Why can't we just be honest and say, if Jordan Love were any good, we would have seen him earlier at some point? Supplanting well, Aaron Rodgers or the Packers moving on from Rodgers. If Jordan Love was going to be great, we would have seen him earlier. If Jordan Love was going to be good, Kirk Cousins sat behind RG3. He's been yeah, good. Well, RG3 was like rookie of the year, wasn't he? He was yeah. amazing. He was offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, he was. So I, I think Jordan Love could be good. If he would, I, To your point, if he was awful, they wouldn't have moved off Aaron. If he was great, they would have moved off Aaron sooner. Right. He's somewhere between the 13th best quarterback in the league and 23rd. 
That's my guess. 13. Okay, so 13th well, is in that like, Kirk Cousins somewhere between mode. 20 and 32. No, 13? no. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo. Do we have time to go through the... You're telling me there's only 12 quarterbacks better than Jordan Love? I'm, no, no, I'm saying there are 12 quarterbacks that are absolutely better. But remember, good size, mobile. Okay, Daniel Jones or Jordan Love? I have to see it. TBD, okay. Give me another one. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun at this point. But I don't like the structure and of Cleveland. Give me one more. Uh, Bryce. <laughs> I can't go Bryce Young. He's a little too young. Garoppolo. Uh, Derek Carr. you got to think about that. He's a bigger, more athletic athlete. My guess is Derek Carr is better. But I have Derek Carr as the 11th or 12th best quarterback in the league. So that's not... He's not that. We've seen about a, as much of Desmond Ritter as we have How about this? Love. Taylor Heineke. Taylor, um, well, I don't think he's a starter. I think Sam Howell will start. But Taylor uh, Heineke, I would say Jordan Love. He's bigger, more athletic version. Well, I think you've seen more. That This is the problem. We haven't seen enough of Love, so there's still like, could he be good? Why don't we have a better example? Okay. Trey Lance or Jordan Love? Jordan Love. Absolutely no question. No question. Okay. I don't really have a comeback to that. Kyle Shanahan traded up for Trey Lance. Kyle Shanahan, offensive genius. Well, Doesn't it, have a Super Bowl, I don't think. Believe uh, it or Falcons not, believe it or not, drafting is hard. Ask Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Bill Belichick. Okay. It's hard. I know everybody's an expert on the internet, you know, on Reddit boards. It's <laughs> In real life, it's hard to draft. Great GMs in all sports have completely whiffed on players. Geno Smith or Jordan Love? Some of these are surprising me. Wow. I, 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 today, Geno Smith. 17 starts from now, maybe we could have a discussion. Right now, Gino. I think a- unequivocally we can call your sentiment on Jordan Love bullish. Is that fair? Here's why. If he stinks, they'd have Aaron in camp. Yes. They, they, they see something. He's 6'3". He's very mobile. 15 yards in, you've said this. He's accurate. We don't know if he can make the seam throw. We don't know the big throw down. But, I mean, there's a lot of boxes. Size. They say he's a worker. Size. Work ethic. Mobility. He checks a lot of boxes. I think he throws a nice ball. I think he snaps off a nice pass. We don't know. Line of scrimmage, bullets flying. Is he the guy? That I have no idea. Three minutes left, ball down four. Like, okay. can he deliver? By the way, Aaron against Detroit and Garoppolo and Brady last couple years. He hasn't been great in those spots. Also true. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Okay. The herd so I news. did this an hour ago. FanDuel, DraftKings, Vegas have come out with their over-unders, meaning they give you a number, you as a fan bet will win more or fewer. Most fans bet more. So I gave you the AFC, the NFC. Now, these gambling establishments in Vegas, this is too chalk, meaning they're taking mostly favorites, but that's kind of, they only have three new teams making the playoffs, where the historic average is seven. Um, but I'm going to run through it. So I, you got to take a big swing. When I show you these, J-Mac, you have to give me a shot because there's a shocking team every year. So let's go AFC East again. I don't have any issue. I think this is more or less Buffalo's the best team, New England fourth. That feels that feels about right. You probably like the Jets with another win. I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I think the Jets probably should be 10 and a half, but that's, that's, okay. I understand. I AFC know. North, um, I would put the Steelers above the Browns. 
Um, I think that that's re- you can, calling either one of them great. Would you call anybody here any? Uh, let me just ask you this: any big surprise here? I I believe the Ravens have had a lot of turnover. We talked about it Friday. I can see them pulling back a little bit. New offensive coordinator for Lamar Jackson. New okay. weapons. Uh, I like the Steelers to make the playoffs. Okay, so th- is, that's not a shock, but that's that's a bet. AFC South. Any shocking Jags, Titans, Colts, Texans? I think the Jags should be higher. I mean, they're coming off a playoff appearance. They yes. have a good win. Yeah. They add your guy, uh, the receiver, what's his face? This is my uh, favorite over bet. On the Jags? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, now, I haven't seen this. I need to look at the schedule. I think we get it Thursday, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, AFC West feels about right to me. Any big shock there? No. Uh, maybe the Broncos are better than eight and a half? There's some chatter they may add Kareem Hunt. It's just internet chatter. Kareem Hunt's still a free agent. All right. NFC East. Any big shock here? Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, according no. to Vegas in that I, order. Why aren't the Eagles 11 and a half? They had the best draft. They had an amazing offseason. Yeah, yeah, but historically, you know, winning know. 11, 10, 11 games is hard in this league. And by the way, if they lead this division by three games late, they may shut guys down yeah. late. Schedule will be challenging. Yeah, I mean, J- you know, tr- Jason Kelsey, you'd rest in the last two weeks for a playoff game. He's an old guy. NFC North, I think you and I are kind of in line here. You like the Bears more than I do. Is this about... Yeah, we got Lions. Yeah, we're in lockstep. Okay, NFC South. This is the one. That they're all bad. I have Carolina. Okay, so this is my big stamp. I think I think Carolina is going to be a 9 or a 10 win team in this division. They're going to host a playoff game. That's my shocking pick. I had Minnesota was my shocker last year. They doubled their win total or close to it. They would host a playoff game, uh, be a division winner. Green Bay would be behind them. I guess that right. Uh, I also like Denver more. So this is my big shock. Carolina. I can't ride with you there. I, I would take the Bucks under. I think they will be in the mix for the number one overall I, pick. Yeah. I know, at six and a half, you under Bet is the risky. Under. Saints, though, I, lo- I love it. Okay, NFC West, I will tell you that I think the Rams are going to be an 8-9 win team. Yeah. Stafford returns, Cooper Cup, Darnold, McVay. I thought they had a draft that filled a lot of little holes for them. Any, any shock there? Well, why are the Seahawks only eight and a half? I, I, what are we missing here? Seahawks have the same win total as the Atlanta Falcons? You think Geno's... That's a the, very I mean, the, the Seahawks had an amazing offseason. They and, and crushed the draft. Another great draft. Yeah, I think we both agree on this. So Carolina's my shock team. Who's your shock team? Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, you think they're gonna rise and be yep. good. That's not a big shock. I mean, they're last in the division win total. That's fair. It's not as bullish as okay. the uh, Carolina Panthers. Okay, so you Steelers are way better than you think, and I think Carolina. Uh we both think Jacksonville is the best over bet. Uh, it's certainly in the mix. I, I think the Jets might be the best over, and I'm not even kidding, just because I'm a Jets fan. And the best under bet, do we both agree, is Atlanta? Um, I, 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 so they know somebody knows something about Atlanta that I don't. I, again, let's see the schedule Thursday and just run this back next week, yeah. honestly, because that'll have more provide more clarity. I think Atlanta's O line they double down in the run game, and their O line is much better than most people think. It's a top six O line. They double down in their run game. Hour three next. Hi, let's talk about. Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. 
Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.